Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Hi. Hey, hey guys. How you doing? Wasn't that awesome? Um, Show you good kids. Yeah, the kids doing their memory verses. And, uh, Aren't they gorgeous? Guys, you're doing such a great job with these. And learning memory verses, quoting the Word of God is such a powerful thing in your everyday life. So um, what, what was the one we, did, we just did? Um, John 1010, was it? Yes. Yes. Was See? that right? Yes, that's it. But we've <laughs> I, got a new one. We're rushing around like mad things here trying to make all this happen. So let's go with a new one. You so the memory verse for this week. Yes, and this is gr- so good. This is Romans so 8. good. Romans, Romans. eight twenty eight, And we know that in all things, God oh, works, works for the good of the those who love him, yes. who have been called according to his purpose. The good of those. So, so good to learn that at the moment. Yeah. No matter what's going on, oh, God is working for on. good. Yes. In everything, in all things. And that no is like an intimate thing, to be aware of it and to, to profoundly, you know, it, it's part of your life. It's not yes. just something that's, that's in your head. It's actually in your to life. It's it in, your, in your core, in your soul. That mm. No, God works my good. God's mm-hmm. working this for my good. And yeah. so I'm, I'm going to kickstart. I, I don't know if we, did we get Romans 12, 1 to 2 in the Passion, Jesse, or did we? Yes. Can we chuck it up? Because I really love this and I... I want to sort of kick off with this mm. this morning. Um, beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvellous mercies? See, at the moment, everyone's talking about what they don't have or what's missing from their life or, or what's been taken from them. And in God, we're meant to be looking for what God is doing, what God is providing mm-hmm. um, all the time. You know? And so right now in this season, God is working his marvellous mercies in your Always. life. The, and, and you need to be not listening to what the world's saying at the moment. You need to be leaning in and listening to what God's saying because he is always talking. He is, um, heaven is always vocal. So what mm-hmm. do we do? What's our proper response? And this is, this is Paul writing to the Romans and he says, I encourage you to surrender yourself to God, to be his sacred living sacrifices, every part of your life, mm. and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Like worship isn't just singing songs. Worship isn't just kneeling on the floor and raising Mm. your hands. Worship is in your everyday Mm. existence. We're going to be talking about this today, and that's why I wanted to kick off this. So it says, stop imitating the ideals and the opinions of the culture around you. Isn't that incredible Mm. in this day and age? Mm -hmm. Stop imitating, because everyone's just... Oh, whatever their responses are, people are doing it out of emotions and out of fear. But we're faith people. Some people. Some people. Not Sorry, everyone. Not everyone. <laughs> Some people. So um, stop imitating the ideals and the opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed mm. by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This wow. is a shift in the way that mm. you, you really perceive everything that's going on. Mm. This will empower you to discern God's will as mm. you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in His eyes. Yes. Not just in our eyes, but in His eyes. Mm. How beautiful is that? That's so good. And I want, I want that to really be cemented in our, in our thoughts right now. You know, the pattern of the world opposed to God's kingdom process and mm. God's kingdom model. Mm. So yeah, 
So speaking of that, speaking of being that. able to discern God's will Ooh. and being able to discern the season that you're in and what God's doing in amongst that season. Mm. There's a, a clip that we want to show oh, you. Oh, yes. It's this called The Great Realization. And it's um, a guy wrote this. And I, I believe, I don't know what, His background I don't know it, yeah. this guy, I don't know what he believes, but I believe that this is a divine yeah. inspiration. This is a kingdom perspective. Yeah, this is a kingdom perspective from God that he has bought in this um, piece of poetry or prose that, that he's written. So we want to show you this because it's really encouraging. Yeah. It's a really positive perspective right now in amongst everything that's going on. And invite your kids. If your kids aren't in the room, oh, they will love it. So I think he's, he's writing a children's story, yeah. like a children's book. Yeah, it's this. Being, so this is being turned into a book that you can purchase. It's going to be released in about a month. So you can go online and pre-purchase it. Um, and then the movie and then the Netflix series. And so <laughs> binge watching it. And yeah, that'll all Probably. follow. <laughs> but um, yeah, sit down. Sit down with your family and watch this and just, yeah, just allow the, the positive perspective to speak to you. Okay, before we chuck to that, let's just pray. Is that yeah, good? We haven't sure. done that yet yes, in the, in the broadcast. Pray. So can you yeah. agree with us as mm. we pray right now? Mm. Father God, thank you for what you're doing in mm. the earth at the moment. Yes. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives, in our perspective mm. and helping us with that inward transformation. Holy Spirit, right now, we just thank you for a kingdom mindset. We thank you for the mind yes. of Christ. And we thank you for the peace that only you mm. can bring through Jesus. Thank you, Holy we Spirit. We just ask for you to speak to our core, speak to our heart, mm. feed our spirit man today in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. 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 Tell me the one about the virus again, then I'll go to bed. But my boy, you're growing weary, sleepy thoughts about your head. Please, that one's my favourite. I promise just once more. Okay, snuggle down, my boy, though I know you know full well. The story starts before then, in a world I once would dwell. It was a world of waste and wonder, of poverty and plenty, back before we understood why hindsight's twenty-twenty. You see, the people came up with companies to trade across all lands, but they swelled and got much bigger than we ever could have planned. We'd always had our wants, but now it got so quick. You could have anything you dreamed of in a day and with a click. We noticed families had stopped talking. That's not to say they never spoke, but the meaning must have melted and the work-life balance broke and the children's eyes grew squarer and every toddler had a phone. They filtered out the imperfections, but amidst the noise, they felt alone. And every day the skies grew thicker, till you couldn't see the stars. So we flew in planes to find them, while down below, we filled our cars. We'd drive around all day in circles. We'd forgotten how to run. We swapped the grass for tarmac, shrunk the parks till there were none. We filled the sea with plastic, because our waste was never capped. Until each day when you went fishing, you'd pull them out, already wrapped. And while we drank and smoked and gambled, our leaders taught us why. It's best to not upset the lobbies. More convenient to die. 
But then in 2020, a new virus came our way. The governments reacted and told us all to hide away. But while we all were hidden, amidst the fear, and all the while, the people dusted off their instincts. They remembered how to smile. They started clapping to say thank you, and calling up their mums. And while the car keys gathered dust, they would look forward to their runs. And with the skies less full of voyagers, the earth began to breathe, and the beaches bore new wildlife that scuttled off into the seas. Some people started dancing, some were singing, some were baking. We'd grown so used to bad news, but some good news was in the making. And so when we found the cure, and were allowed to go outside, we all preferred the world we found to the one we'd left behind. Old habits became extinct, and they made way for the new. And every simple act of kindness was now given its due. But why did it take a virus to bring the people back together? Well, sometimes you've got to get sick, my boy, before you start feeling better. Now lie down and dream of tomorrow and all the things that we can do. And who knows, if you dream hard enough, maybe some of them will come true. We now call it the Great Realization and yes, since then, there have been many. But that's the story of how it started, and why hindsight's 2020. <laughs> I, I love that. Hindsight 2020. Yeah. Hindsight 2020. We all Isn't thought 2020 great? was going forward. Mm. Um, like we were going to have this 2020 vision mm. pressing into this year. And it, I think what he just said then about mm. this being hindsight 2020. We're going to be looking at things through, through different lenses. Yeah. And, um, and especially those that are, are really clicked into what God's doing. And so that's why we're encouraging you at the moment and mm. we're encouraging ourselves to keep our eyes focused on what God's saying and what God's doing at the moment because, yeah. oh my goodness. He's doing things. Yeah. And <laughs> he's doing more than we know. Because he can make all things work together for good mm. for those who love him mm. and are called according to his purposes. So yeah. what a great reminder in the, in, with the it verse is. that we're doing as well. So, yeah. yes. It's, it is. And I believe that one of, one of the things that he is doing at the moment is that he's bringing families closer together. Mm. Mm. You know, we've, we've had to spend a, lo a lot more time in confined spaces as families you know, with homeschooling and parents working from home. Wow. And yes. I know that that's not necessarily an easy thing, but it can be a good thing. Yes. Yeah. You know, because um, parents connecting again with, with their children's learning is not a bad mm. thing, is it? And, no. And taking on some of that responsibility. Yes. You know, it, you know, I know a lot of parents do that already, but having to take on even more responsibility just means more uh, conversations with your kids. It mm. means connecting with them on a on a deeper level. And, and being aware where they're up to. Yeah. And, yeah. and what they're learning. Yes. And, and not just outsourcing their, uh, their, their education, education. Yeah. to the, the system of locus parentis, which, mm -hmm. or parenti, is it? Parentis? One of those. What's your Latin like? Is it? Yeah. No. <laughs> a bit rusty. Which means, you know, in place of the parent, <laughs> which is what a teacher. Um, the role of a teacher yeah. is to, in yeah. the place of a parent, mm. to teach and instruct. So, yeah. and, and, I, and I know a lot of, you know, parents or couples are also having to work in the same space. Mm. Which, um, you know, if there's, if there's anything 
in your relationship that needs to come to the surface. Oh, it, man. It's going to happen in that environment, yeah. isn't it? And, and, and when you start asking what's going on, that's mm. when you, you should be saying, Father, where have we drifted? You know, mm. like, what, what do you want to teach us? What do you mm-hmm. want us to learn? How yeah. do you want us to be transformed from the inside? Because mm. it's not just an outward um, expression, mm. is it? It's, no. it? Our lives aren't just to, meant to be when people are looking at us that we behave a certain way. Mm. We have this conviction that at all times, in all seasons, in all circumstances, even when you're not al- oh, sorry, even when you are, are alone, alone yeah. that you honour God and you worship God mm. in, that, in that situation, in yeah. that season. So, yeah. yeah. So here we are. We've got another two weeks, I think, to, until we mm. potentially have these restrictions lifted. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that's going to look like. There's no... Talk. I've I've had people contacting me and saying, "Oh, we've got to get on and we've got to lobby the politicians, and these are the ones you got to write letters to." And and I'm I I really exhort you at the moment: pray. Mm. Don't don't get on the bandwagon, the system of this world of of having to lobby and have, having to get on Facebook and tell everybody what you're thinking and all that. Because you know, Proverbs tells us, you know, like a I can't remember what the verse is now. I shouldn't be going like that. But you know how we got the, you know, a fool opens his mouth. And, mm. um, you know, yeah. whereas a wise quick person, to quicks to speak, you know, whereas yeah. a wise person holds their tongue yeah, and really sees how things are going to mm. um, pan out before mm-hmm. they speak into a situation. So mm. we wanted to talk a little bit more on marriage and family at the yes. moment and how yeah. we honour God with family. Mm. And um, so where do you... Where do you want yeah. to start? Yeah, so I, I, I think we need to start with, with the purpose of marriage. Oh, that's very good. You know, what, what is marriage for? Why did God design marriage? Mm. Yep. Because I think if we understand the purpose behind marriage, it changes the way that we conduct ourselves yeah. within that relationship. It's God's gift. Really. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's a model that was given to mm. us by God and, yeah. and it's not something that we mold and shape and manipulate to suit us it's mm. something that was given by God and it's for a specific purpose yeah. it has specific purposes in yeah, it so, it does. yeah and, uh, so we're going to discuss yeah. some of those I think also if you understand uh, God's purpose behind marriage mm. it also changes the way you make that decision about who you your marriage partner, who yep. you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. You know, if you have that perspective that, that God has. And how, yeah, and, and mm. what you do in that marriage as well, yeah. you know, and how, yeah. you know, what your ambitions, what your mm. values, what mm. your goal is, yeah. short term and long term mm. in that. Is yeah. it just to last until you get older and then that's it? No. no there's, there's, there's so, so much, much in more. this. So it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's a verse in I love Ephesians, Ephesians 5, 32, which is in the Passion Translation. Especially in the Passion. This really is really so outlines um, yeah, the purpose of marriage so, so beautifully. It says, marriage is the beautiful design of Come the on. Almighty. Oh, yeah. A great and sacred mystery meant to be a vivid example of Christ Isn't and that his beautiful? church. Yeah. Meant to be a vivid example. Yeah. Of Christ and his church. Yeah. It, it, it's meant to have actually kingdom potential yes. and 
um, enclosed in it, that mm. it's not just about two people coming together. It's mm. about bringing... It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. It's, yeah. Because a lot of people thought when Jesus turned up, like if you read the Gospels, when Jesus turned up and they realised, you know, the, the dove descends on him after he gets baptised and the, those that are there witness this voice saying, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Mm. Then he's led into the wilderness, comes back out, starts calling the disciples Cause Peter first, and then he, his brother, and then he gets you know all the other um, disciples in there, and he starts going around preaching the good news of the kingdom, mm. not the good news of Jesus, but the good news mm. of the kingdom. He starts connecting people back to this kingdom perspective, mm. which is what the church is meant to have: is that kingdom perspective, the ecclesia. Yeah. When he said to Peter, "Who who do people say I am?" and he says. You know, you're you're this prophet. You some say you're Elijah. Mm. Some say, and he says, "But who do you say I am? Mm. You're you're the Son of God, the Messiah." And he goes, "You're blessed." And on this revelation that you've received from God, I'm going to build my ecclesia. And we've talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Mm. The ecclesia. So what what is saying here is that marriage is meant to be a vivid example of Jesus. Um, relationship with the ecclesia, with mm. us, mm. and how th that's meant to bring the potential of kingdom on earth, kingdom yeah. of heaven on earth. Yeah. So, um, and so when the disciples, when people started going, this this guy is the Messiah. Could he be? It's been generations we've been waiting for this. 400 years God's been silent, but the Messiah is coming. The Messiah is coming. And he starts doing miracles and they all expect that he's going to be this incredible, um, that he's going to wipe out the Romans. He's going to bring justice and order and his, mm. his army's going to ride in and, and change everything. And then Jesus' first sermon and he says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are you when people persecute you. Blessed are you when, you know, when you're hungry and when you're thirsty. Blessed mm. And it wasn't that they would have been like, wait a minute, we're already persecuted. Wait a minute, we're already broken. Mm. What, what are you talking about? Mm. But it was a whole different perspective. It, it wasn't the way that we thought it was going to be. And mm. it's the same with marriage. Yeah. Sometimes we think it's going to be, we spend so much time on planning the wedding and doing the wedding and not enough people plan marriage. Mm. What goes on after the wedding? Mm. They mm. think it's just a natural process of you, I don't know, stumbling through life. And we were a little bit like that, but we've mm. since grown to understand there is so much more in, in this example of what we're given through marriage. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it says in Proverbs that as Iron sharpens iron, oh, come on. so one person sharpens another. Yes, yes. So, you know, as you grow in marriage, then God is able to refine you and produce that kind of selfless love mm. that people should then be able to look at your marriage and, and see that it, that it reflects Christ's love for the church, yep. that sacrificial kind of love, you know, that kind of love that denies self. Yep. And even, you know, lays down its life for the other person. Mm. That, you know, that people can look at our marriage and, and see an aspect of kingdom on earth. Come on. In, totally. in our marriage and in our relationship. Yeah. You know, the, the kind of love that God has for us. Well, that's our desire. Yeah, yeah. That's my desire with you is to actually that people would see that that's, that's high on our agenda, mm, that mm. the way that I treat Kylie and the way that she treats me is in accordance with what God's heart is towards us. Yeah. And that we want to 
model that as best mm. we can. Mm. We haven't always, but yeah. it's a journey, isn't it? It like, is, oh it my is a goodness. journey. Yeah. But what a beautiful journey yeah. it is as well. And, yes. it's, and it becomes not about us then. Yep. You know, it's that realisation that it's so much bigger than us. Mm. And, and if you're single and you're approaching marriage, and, you know, this is a decision, the person that, that you're going to marry is a decision that needs to be made in consultation with the Holy Spirit. Totally. In, in consultation with the Father, yeah. you know. It's, it's something that you, that you bring to God. It's part of that offering your body as a living sacrifice oh, in Romans very 12. very good. Yes. It's part of that, that posture that you take before God. Mm. God, my life is an offering to you. Yep. So therefore, the person that I choose to marry... I need to do that in consultation with you, Father, mm. so that my marriage can then bring honour to you as well. Yeah, and so my So that life. my union yes. and my life and every aspect of my future That's can beautiful. bring honour and glory to you. It's not just about me finding someone that will complete me <laughs> or, you know, me finding a companion that will yep. complement me. It's not all about me. It's about, yes, God wants me to have a companion, God wants me to find someone that I'm really happy being with, but he also wants me to find someone that together we can be yes. this picture yeah. of heaven on earth. For those the, around us yeah. that can't, the, it's a light, isn't yeah, it? We, it? We are is. a light. It's a witness. We're, it's a witness. And mm. so that's why Jesus said, you're the light of the world, you're, you're the salt of the earth. Yeah. You know, Because both of those things, light um, shines the colours and, yeah. and salt brings out the flavours. Mm. And that's why um, Jesus said, you know, if the salt... This is in his Sermon on mm. the Mount. If the yeah. salt loses its saltiness, it's only worth throwing out on the ground mm. to stop the snow from you know, building up. It, yeah. It's only to put out on the ground. Mm. So we're meant to be able to bring out the God flavours in life yeah. with, the, yeah. with and, our lives. And in one another. In one another <laughs> as well, you know, yeah. to really um, season one another's lives yeah. so that we taste good, mm. so that we look good. Mm. You make me look good. That's the... Yeah. You make me look good. I won't say ditto. Ditto. She said ditto last week when I was pouring out my heart. I'm not as comfortable with public displays of affection. I'm socially awkward sometimes, I know, but it's all it's fine. You I'm wouldn't learning. even know that. Because, I'm learning. Yeah, come on. But that's, that's an aspect of marriage mm. that the world doesn't have. Yeah. That, it, that it's a reflection of heaven on earth, that it's a reflection of the kingdom of God. Yes. The world's perspective of, of marriage is just that it's about companionship. It's this romantic view. Mm. And when the romance isn't there, you've got to rekindle that romance. But the thing is that or love... Or move on. Yeah, or move <laughs> on. Go and find someone that yeah. will. And mm. that's not God's heart. That's mm. not God's heart at all. Um, mm. So... It's that we grow, we grow together. We we grow stronger through the yes. through the difficult times, and we find a way by the grace of God mm. to work through them. So imagine like a world where okay. So we talked about last week about mm. you know how how God had the whole sex drive. Um, aspect and when we turn 12, 13 and we start going through puberty and we all of a sudden the sex drive has been activated mm. in our lives. Um, see, up until that point, we were explaining how, you know, as parents, we, we help our children to um, govern, govern their, their appetites desires. and govern yeah. their behaviours and where mm. they direct themselves. Mm. And then as teenagers, like, imagine if we could use that 
And instead of just going out and trying to find somebody who I'm attracted to, we just start praying, mm. you know, yeah. and, and I don't know who this is for, but we start praying yeah. for our future partner. Yeah. I know with, with our children, that was our prayer mm. from day one. Mm. We started praying for their future partners, mm. you know, praying for who they were going to marry. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and so imagine if we had a world where, or just even a select group of people mm. that said, God, who do you want me mm. to marry? Who mm -hmm. is it that you yeah. are calling yeah. me mm. to do my journey of life with? Mm. Mm -hmm. Not just who am I attracted to or who, um, you know, shows mm. me interest mm. or affection or whatever, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. And seek some godly counsel. Oh, come on. Yes. It's also a decision that you can't make alone. No. That's why God puts you in a community. Yep. That's why God gives you wise mums and dads in the natural and in the faith and family and, and community family. around is so it so that, that yeah. they're bossy and tell no. you what to do and nosy and stick in there but no. people that love you have your best interest yeah. at heart Come and on. have some wisdom yeah. to speak into your life but but marriage is also for companionship it is that is that is one of nice. god's purposes for marriage as well it says in ecclesiastes eight fifteen. So I commend the enjoyment of life. Come on. I love so that. So God wants I us to enjoy the enjoyment life. of life. Yeah. And marriage isn't to be endured. Marriage is to be enjoyed. Yes. And God wants us to love being married and mm. he wants us to enjoy one another's company. And it's really important to keep that aspect of your marriage yep. alive, isn't it? And to make sure you're having fun. Yes. And to make sure you're doing things together that you enjoy. Make sure you're... You don't lose your sense of humour. Yes. And Make sure that, you get a sense of humour. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> and that sense of playfulness and yep. joy and, you know, just planning a holiday together or buying some bikes together. We, we just we bought, bought some bikes, bikes yeah. this week. So we're going to go... And my, my awesome husband actually bought me a nicer bike than he bought himself. So if that's not a reflection Way of nicer. the love of Christ... <laughs> I had Laying no down choice. Your life. <laughs> there were hardly any bikes in Australia, and I found one place that had two bikes that suited us. And one we, we thought it was too small for you, but now it, it looks too big. It's, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Where are we going with that? that I don't uh, know. Yeah. But anyway, enjoyment and companionship. But how much is that like when people um, aren't enjoying marriage or aren't enjoying that? that it's usually because the comparison game's been played that other people are doing this and other people are doing that mm. no no you you can't do that you can't mm. compare your relationship with someone to what you perceive somebody else's relationship to mm. be like because yeah. um people always put on a brave front and they always put on their best you know mm. when they're out in public but yeah. but really when you you get around people that have got that sense of um god in their life and mm. i know we have some incredible married couples in our church um, and some in particular mm. that are, you know, that, that haven't got um, partners that have the same faith um, that they have or belief in God, but they're still 
pursuing God mm. and, and fulfilling scripture in their life. Yeah. And it's that whole thing about being inwardly transformed. Mm. You know, that's that inward transformation. They're at peace with where God's called them to be and mm-hmm. where this situation, they're not questioning it. They're mm. just going, right, God, we're moving forward and I want to run my race with perseverance. That's so it. Yeah. I love that, how I commend to you the enjoyment of life. Mm. Life is meant to be enjoyed, mm. isn't it? Love oh, that scripture. It is yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. And the other purpose, of course, is to raise godly children. Yes. It says in Malachi. 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 The Italian, yeah, the Italian prophet. No, it's Malachi. Malachi 2, 15 and 16. Didn't the Lord make you one with your wife? Ooh. In body and spirit, yes. you are his. That is God's. Mm. And what does he want? I love this. Godly children from your union. Yes. So guard your heart, remain loyal to the wife of your youth. For I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel. Yeah. To uh, divorce your wife is to overwhelm her with Isn't cruelty. that incredible? Overwhelm. Yeah. Like yeah. We don't want to be people that are overwhelmed with cruelty. We want to be overwhelmed with compassion. Yeah. You know, and mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So guard your heart and do not be unfaithful to your that's wife. The, that's the full 15 and 16. That's what yeah. you put in there. But you just wanted the first part of that, really, didn't you? Godly well, offspring. But I also like the guard your heart. Yes. Because, yeah. um, you know, I think one of the most powerful things that we can do for our children is to care for our marriage. Mm. But it, but it's also you know to guard your heart to keep your heart soft and tender yes towards one another because um, Moses said the only reason I'm letting you get divorced Hard is because hearts. you've hardened your heart yes so we we can't allow our hearts to become hardened we need to make sure yep. we're staying tender hearted and that whole faithfulness aspect mm. of it faithful in your thoughts yeah faithful in your words that you speak about someone faithful yeah. in the way that you are around them in serving them yeah. in submitting to them mm. in being humble around mm. them instead mm. of just saying oh, i want this now or oh, you've got to do this why haven't you ever you know all mm. those absolute yeah. statements yeah. but actually being faithful and and saying i promise to love you mm. better or worse richer or poorer yeah. sickness and in health yeah you know, good times and bad. Mm. I still remember that standing there, right there with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah. Twenty. Just over there. Twenty, almost twenty-nine years. Twenty-nine ago. years ago mm. in two, three weeks. Mm. Two weeks. Two weeks. <gasps> twenty-nine. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Don't let me forget that, guys. Please, you could get in <laughs> trouble. Remind me. Yeah. But to raise godly children. Oh, yes. That's that's what. God desires. But it, it, it's not just godly children. It's godly offspring. offspring. What are mm. you reproducing mm. in your mm-hmm. life? You know, because mm-hmm. some people may not have children, mm. but, um, but are they still producing good offspring mm. as mm. in the fruit good of fruit. their life? Yeah. Good fruit in, mm. in everything that they do. You know, yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Hey. I hate divorce, it says. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's so true. I just, I just thought it would be good to have a look at um, conflict resolution because I know that's – we haven't got long, but we can just have a quick, um, quick discussion on this because I know that that's an area where a lot of couples struggle is what to do when there's disagreement. Yeah, conflict resolution. What to, yeah, how to work through that well, how, how yeah. to um, have a good disagreement, a productive disagreement. <laughs> 
Have, have we done? Yes, we have. <laughs> We've had productive disagreements. But, Once yeah, no. there's this great scripture that um, talks about the largeness of marriage. Oh, I love that in Matthew. Yeah, yes. Matthew 19. And it, this is in the message translation, mm. uh, 11 and 21. And this is, Jesus said this. Yeah. He said, not everyone is mature enough to live a married life. Wow. It requires a certain aptitude and grace. Mm. Marriage isn't for everyone. Some from birth seemingly never give marriage a thought. Others never get asked or accepted. And some decide not to get married for kingdom reasons. But if you're capable of growing into the largeness of marriage, do it. Do it. Do, do it. it. So gro growing into the largeness of marriage mm. means a certain level of grace, aptitude yep. and maturity, Yes, doesn't it? But flexibility as well yeah. to be stretched and yes. expanded. And adaptable. you've already got to have that largeness of heart yeah. to, to take on because... Um, not, not that it's, it's conflict, but you, you change. Mm. Like we've changed since we got yeah, married. Yeah, I'm so definitely. glad <laughs> for me, not for her. She's got more beautiful. That's the way that she's changed. Good save. <laughs> you knew I was going to say something like that anyway. But, um, but how we, we change through that and, mm. and the same, that, that iron against iron, mm. But how we do, like we can embitter one another mm. or we can embetter one another. Mm -hmm. So um, like I'm that. so glad that you have embedded me <laughs> and I haven't been become embittered because, well, if, you, if you're taking God's perspective in, in marriage, then, yeah, you mm. will always seek to resolve a conflict, not win a conflict. Yes, that's, that's what it's about. Mm. It's about actually resolving the issue, coming to a good resolution getting god's way not yeah, your way not your way yeah and and finding a resolution for both of you where you can move forward yes and you and you're both happy you know it's not it's not sweeping things under the carpet no because no, a resolution exactly. means to bring something to a complete yes so it's not just um ignoring it sweeping it under the carpet mm. Um, that's not resolving it properly. And eventually, you know, the old saying is if you sweep it under the carpet long enough, you're going to trip over it. Because it so creates it a hump. It doesn't go away if, if you don't mm. um, discuss it and yeah. come to a resolution. But um, mm. there's, there's certain ways that, that we go about that. We're, we're not taught how to do conflict resolution. No, well. no. Um, and that's why, you know, parents, when your children are young... Be consistent in the values and the, mm. the disciplines and boundaries that you have in your mm. home. So mm. when we meet, reach into teenage years, then, then it's easier to mm. um, help guide and instruct because you go from being a captain as a parent to then being, um, you know, being that, that controller and, and then you become a, um, a coach in mm. life. And, and when your children are in their teenage years, you, you tend to coach them a little bit mm. more. When they get older, you're a confidant in their life. They mm. come to you for advice and, mm. and they come for you for, for wisdom. Yeah. What do I do in this situation? Mm. So, um, Our kids learn a lot about conflict resolution, yes. good or bad, oh, from on. watching their parents work through stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like some people just stonewall each other. Mm. Like when there's a conflict, someone blows their stack or... 
or doesn't. Mm. They might do it totally silently, but they vibe everyone out in mm. the household. Yeah. Um, and then everyone else walks around on eggshells just trying to... Ooh, mm. Until it gets back to some place of normality. Mm. But when, that's not a way to do it. Yeah. So, see, some people may never get angry in the home, but they just vibe everyone else out mm. around them. Mm. They, they get icy. They get <laughs> icy. They, get, yeah. they stonewall. And stonewalling is one of the worst things that you can do because mm. it just... Shuts everyone it out. It shuts everybody out. And mm. you think that you're doing the right thing because you haven't mouthed off at anyone, mm. but you're actually not resolving you're setting it an atmosphere that is not conducive with the kingdom of heaven. Mm. You're, you're shutting God out because if you don't forgive, then it says that God can't forgive you. Mm. So there, until that forgiveness um, you know, recipe starts to take place in our life, yeah. then, then it's just going to sit there mm. until the agree ingredients are ready for you to be able to bring it together so that it can fulfill and, and grow into something mm. and mature into something, mm. into that largeness. Yeah. I've got a whole baking metaphor since yeah, we watched that have. thing. I know. I, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the first things you have so to... Have their breakfast. Yeah. One of the first things you have to decide is, is it worth disagreeing over to begin with? Or is it just unnecessary conflict? Right. It's so true, isn't it? Yeah. So pick your battles. Pick your battles. And if it's just that you're grumpy or you're tired or you're hungry. She's having a shot at me at the moment. Yes. <laughs> then Hangry. Yeah. Then, you know, or you're irritable. Yep. Then don't, don't get into an argument over that. But only, you know... Not argue, but discuss yeah. things that are important if you know that it's going to be an intense conversation. But pick your, pick your moments. I know. And, and approach it in I've, a, in a mature way. Because yeah. I'm not like... I, I sort of fly off a little bit sometimes and think, you, think some things are more important than what they are, only to find out later it really wasn't that important. You know, I could have just let it slide and I'm like, oh, what a fool. You used to. You don't do it I so much I don't do now. it so much now, but yeah. I just remember those times mm. and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Thank you, God, for your grace. Yes. That's it. <laughs> the God's abundant mercies. Yeah. Miraculous mercies, mm. I think Romans mm -hmm. told us earlier. Yeah. That's it. So what, what else have and, you got? And pray about it together. Oh, that's pray it. Pray about it together because God has a solution for every problem. He so just that wants is, us to be yeah. submitted to him yeah. as a loving dad, that we come to him as, a, as his children. Mm -hmm. and, and I know when we've joined together mm. to, to pray for our family or to mm -hmm. pray for each other, God, you just, it he sets a different through. atmosphere yeah. in the home. Yeah. It transforms the atmosphere, mm. doesn't it? Mm. And we are, like men, we are the, um, the atmosphere en engineers in our home. Mm -hmm. You will set the atmosphere in your home. So mm -hmm. um, please, I can't encourage you set enough to really follow the leading of, of Jesus in this mm. and, and how he did good to everybody and especially, you know, mm. to your family. Yes. How much to your family? Yeah. yeah. And it says in Ecclesiastes... A threefold cord yes. is not easily broken. Mm. So you want to make sure you always have that threefold cord in in your marriage, in your agreeing, and, yes. and in your disagreeing that you're bringing it to God for a solution because He's that third cord yep. that holds it all together. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So we we always need to include and Him in everything. Is so important mm. because. Um, like in marriage, they, they say that around 
Oh, mm. the statistics are what, 50% in Australia, For, just above? No, just below. Just below, okay. 40 something. 40 to 50%, oh, mm. yeah, it's not 50% fail or end mm. in divorce it's it's more low. in the 40s yeah 40% mm. but with families or marriages where they pray where partners mm. pray together mm. it's 99 point, mm. it's, point it's something yeah it's it's a it's less than 1% um actually end in mm. you know conflict mm. or or divorce divorce yeah so um so that's a pretty what big a great improvement in the stats and that's from Dr Phil from Dr doing Phil one that, thing um, that statistic yeah. of how important it is to yeah. pray together and to pray for your partner. Mm. That's yeah. in his book, Relationship Rescue. That's, <laughs> yeah. That statistic. That was a good so book you read. I'm glad yeah. you gave me the <laughs> bits out of it. So pray together. If you want a bomb-proof marriage, <laughs> oh, come on. pray together. Yes. Make it, make it something that's part of your lifestyle as a couple is that whenever there's an issue or whenever there's not an issue, just make it a a general practice in your relationship yeah. to, to pray together, to agree together. That would be one thing if I could go back and say, if only I could change mm. one thing in our marriage. We could have done that earlier. I <laughs> would have rather we prayed mm. more together yeah, yeah. when we were younger mm. and made it, instead of being awkward about it or anything, mm. we, the, yeah. it became something really natural, which yeah. it is now. Yeah. It's so easy to yeah. do now. And the more you do it, the more natural oh, it becomes. Yes. Yeah. Hey, we're... We're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add to it? I think we've... Uh, I hope, hope this is helping, guys. Because like, mm, we're I just sitting here chatting be, to as comfortably as we can. We're still a little bit, you know, we're excited about bringing this mm, message. I yeah. don't want to say nervous because... Yeah, it, it, and we just, we just want to encourage you. Mm, you know, in our, this season. Our motivation is, is never to bring any condemnation or anything no, like that. No, because there is it's no always condemnation. always just to, to try to give you some tools that we've learnt along yeah. the way. Uh, yeah, just that, Some of these are really you. valuable tools mm. because they cost us a lot mm -hmm. because we had to really walk through some, some fire. Some of them we learnt the yeah, hard way. We learnt <laughs> the hard way, but I'm so glad that we learnt, yeah. we got larger and yeah. we grew through it. Yeah. Um, and and you make me process. a larger person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to have some communion. Here you go. Oh, oh, this is I'm such a – oh, you want to break it? This is my body. Mm, oh. Thank you, Father. I am so grateful for mm. Jesus. Mm. And cause, because of Jesus, a whole new um, age began. Jesus talked about, you know, in this age and in the age to come. Mm. So when Jesus died and was resurrected and then ascended to the right hand of the Father, where by his proclamation, we are now seated with him mm. in the heavenly realms. Yep. Um, we... Our lives have changed. We've entered this new age of grace that is on the earth at the moment. And we don't want to take that grace for granted mm. at all. But we want to be vessels of it and we want to be purveyors of, of this grace. Mm. So we're going to remember that Jesus' death, his life, his example that he gave us, the teachings that he gave mm. us. This, time, this is the time where we remember what Jesus has done for us mm. and what he, what he wrought for us. And proclaim for us on, on that cross, mm. you know. And not only that, but it's a proclamation of what He's continuing to do in our lives. Yeah. So, um, do you want to pray? Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. You pray. I'll agree. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're just so grateful, Jesus, so grateful. for the good news of the gospel. Yes. 
And Lord, even in tough seasons, we always have that good news. Mm. We always have that testimony of what you've done in our hearts and what you've done in our lives. So we thank you, Jesus, that you, you paid for that with your mm. life. And I pray that in this season when it's tough, that we will be carriers of hope and that we will be carriers of the good news yes. of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. Because of what you've done for us, we always have hope and we always have something good to share with everyone that we, that we meet. Mm. So we thank you, Jesus. Help us to carry that testimony high in this season of your goodness, of your faithfulness, yes. that you are so trustworthy and true. And we know that you are bringing good mm. out of this that in all things you yeah, are working together for our good. Yes. In this season you are working together yes, for Jesus our good name. and we refuse to focus on anything but your goodness mm. and your faithfulness. Oh, have you Thank you, Lord. You have a hope and a future for us. Yes. And we give you all the glory oh. for what you're doing in us and around us. In Jesus' name. Thank you for opening up heaven mm. to us. Mm. Thank you that heaven is now open. It's now available. Mm -hmm. Everything that is in heaven and that is being poured out and everything that's restricted in heaven, mm. we have the potential of restricting it here on yeah. earth. So yeah. Jesus, thank you for the authority that we mm. have through your name. Yes, the name Lord. of Jesus it's above every other name. Mm. Thank you for your death. Thank you for your burial and resurrection. Mm. Thank you for your ascension. Yes. Thank you that by your stripes we're healed. Thank you for the cup of the new covenant. Mm. Oh, what an incredible promise and covenant we have with God now. That you'll never leave us. You'll never mm. forsake us. You'll never abandon us. And you'll never reject us. Mm. Holy Spirit, I thank you for marriages right now. Mm. I thank you for your peace being in homes. Yes, where maybe Lord. there's been some conflict or mm. there's been some disharmony. We speak harmony in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We speak peace and we speak spirit of the living God. Mm. Pour out in these homes, pour out in every mm. home, in our homes, mm. over our city, over our state, over yes. our nation. Yes, Lord. Oh, in Jesus' mighty name, mm. we thank you for the great south land of the mm. Holy Spirit, Australia. Thank you, Jesus. Be blessed, Australia. Yeah. We bless you. And homes, we mm. bless you in the name of Jesus. We bless you that mm. you would not lack any good thing from the Father at mm. all. Oh, in Jesus' mighty name. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your body, Jesus. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. Crunch, crunch. Mm. Thank you for the cup of the new covenant. Mm -hmm. Oh, hallelujah. We've gone a little bit over time. Hope you've had a good morning and continue to have a good morning. What an awesome day this is. Mm. Isn't it? We're finally, it's Sunshine. an early spring, early spring. Yes. So good. It was a little bit warmer last night than mm. the night before. So good. The days are getting longer. The sun seems to be shining a little bit more. Don't have to wear four layers anymore. No, that's true. <laughs> so have a good week. Um, yeah. We'll see you Link soon. Up, um, I've got mm. stuff in my mouth now. <laughs> Link up on Zoom with your life groups. Yeah, keep connecting. Yes. We know that you're all over Zoom, but it's yeah. so important that we keep connecting. Yep. So Don't switch off. Stay plugged stay in. Stay connected. Yes. Mm. Have a good week, guys. Love you, Stacks. Love you, guys. Missing your heaps. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about services or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.